So you wanna get started in real estate. Just get that $20,000 from under your bed, right? Oh no, wait, just ask your father for 50 grand and then you can get started. A dad here, no. So you wanna know the truth, the honest truth. In this video, I'm gonna tell you what my father never told me and probably yours neither. I'm gonna tell you what your dad should have told you. And that's worth more than $50,000. I'm gonna give you the knowledge that you need to succeed in real estate with no money down. So you can start doing real estate deal as soon as you can. I'm gonna tell you exactly what you need to do to start investing in real estate with nothing. Well, not nothing, with this. More millionaires have been created in real estate than any other industry. It is a scalable way to create wealth. You stop working, but your money keeps working for you. What your father didn't tell you and what my father didn't tell me either is that this is gonna take you from being an employee to an entrepreneur. And the best part about it is that the only thing stopping you from achieving this is you. I'm gonna show you from my own experience what relationships you need to make, what deals look like, and the steps you need to make deals with none of your own money invested. But first, make sure you like and subscribe because I'm gonna share with you my own experiences so that you can follow the same path that I did. So why should you invest in real estate in the first place? In the 2019 poll, billionaires were asked how they make their first million dollars and how long did it take? And the average time it took for them to make their first million in real estate was 5.8 years. That's faster than gambling at nine and a half years and almost twice as fast as the stock market with 10 years. That's why I keep talking about real estate because this is the fastest and easiest way to make your first million and achieve financial freedom. So for example, what's the highest paying job that people are training for at school? A lot of people think that tech is gonna make money faster and much easier, but I think they're wrong and I know, I'm one of the co-founder of a mobile recruiting app. The app is very successful, but after five years with 30 engineers, five sales executives, and a other group of founders, it, after five years, we have just broken a net equity of about a million dollars. It was hard work and it took a lot of money to get there. We keep hearing about these people that are overnight millionaires with their app, but in reality, most people, it takes a very long time to achieve success in that field. That's why real estate beats them all. You don't need a large team of people to be successful and you don't need half a decade to start seeing some profits. So why am I telling you this? Because if you wanna succeed with no money, you have to focus on something. If you wanna do an app, it's gonna take you a long time to do it or you're gonna to have to hire engineers to do it. It's gonna cost you a lot of money to get there. With real estate, you can get started with no money. You should be focusing on real estate. So you're not gonna be making a million dollars right off the bat. So what is a realistic result within one year? Within one year, you should be able to make at least $10,000. If you think this is crazy, you have to realize something. You have something to offer. People have this belief that if they don't have any experience in real estate, they just can't add value in that area. But I'm here to tell you that this is not the case. What is holding you back right now is your belief that you cannot add value in that area. Once you get free of this belief, is that there are a lot of opportunities out there that are right in front of your eyes. For instance, look around your neighborhood, look around your city. Do you see any houses that are dilapidated that needs renovations? Why isn't the owner repairing the house? 
see houses that are in foreclosures? Do you see any people that have problems in uh, with their homes and they need assistance? All these things are opportunities for you to jump in and take advantage of. You drive by them every single day, but you have to open your mind to these opportunities and what you can do with them. Do you know any business owner? Do you know any land owner or property owner out there that you can network with to figure out what is happening in in that particular area of the city. Maybe you've heard from a friend that someone is uh, about to sell their house or they're having problems paying their mortgage or that uh, they had a rental property and they just can't find a tenant. The first deal you're gonna find is probably gonna come from someone within your close circle because these are the people that you're gonna first reach out to to find out what's happening in the city, what's happening with this house, what's happening with this strip mall. But that's not the only thing you have to offer. There's more. Do you know the housing market in your town? Who knows that better than you? Real estate investors are all over the world, all over the US, and they're looking for someone on the ground just like you. They're looking for someone just like you to find opportunities for them or have someone that can go and walk a property, investigate a specific area and report back to them. Someone they can trust, someone that's reliable, who knows the market, and who can tell them if it's a good deal or not. And the biggest thing you have to offer next is time. Even if you don't have any deals, even if you don't have any skills in the market, you have your own time. And investors are always looking for people that can help them and spend time in the market. What do I mean by that? There are a lot of potential real estate investors out there that are working way too hard, but they have a lot of money and they are interested in investing in real estate, but they don't have time to do this. And this is where you come in. You can find deals for them and you can help them invest their money successfully. You don't have to be the best at it in the world. You just have to find the right opportunity for them. And at least this is an opportunity that they can invest in. Without you, they wouldn't be able to find that deal. Now that you realize how valuable you are, now what do you do with that value? I'm gonna walk you through the process step by step. And you can make money on each of these steps individually, but this is really a progression. It's gonna take you from the first step, and then the second step is gonna be more profitable, etc. and then it's gonna open up a whole new world of opportunities for you. But let's start from the beginning. The first step and the most important step is finding the deal. This is the most important step because without it, without a deal, I mean, there's no reason to talk to an investor. There's no reason to do any of this. You have to be able to recognize an opportunity and you have to be able to capture what the value, what the potential value of that opportunity is. This deal finding and, you know, basically reselling the deal to an investor is called wholesaling. But right now we're just focusing on finding the deals. So how do you find the deals? You have to really look at opportunities at houses like we mentioned before that are distressed properties that are in foreclosure that seem to need a lot of repairs maybe they are in probate or you know that the owner is going through bankruptcy or something like that there are lists at the cities that show you the properties that are going through a foreclosure process there are lists at the uh, at the city where you can find properties that are going through probate you can also find lists of bank-owned properties. So all of these lists give you lots of properties that could potentially be an opportunity that you could sell then to an investor. And this is what I mean by finding deals, is really to look at properties and owners that are most likely to sell to you, most likely to sell to you rapidly and at a good price. 
So when you find a property that you think is distressed, what are you gonna do? So once you find a distressed property, you need to talk to the owner and convince the owner to sell to you. So this conversation could be pretty hard. I mean, there are people, especially in probate, that they just lost a loved one. This could be extremely hard. You have people that are in forced closure that they're gonna lose their homes. And this is also pretty hard. But then you have other people that, you know, they're, they're more than willing to get rid of that house because they see their houses, their home as a burden. And when you're starting out, you're gonna have a lot of phone calls, a lot of conversations that are gonna get nowhere. You're just gonna fail, fail, fail. It might take 20, 30, 50, 100 properties before you get one or two that are gonna work for you. Once you build up your, your negotiation skills, your communication skills, and kind of like, what do these sellers wanna hear from you? You're gonna have much higher success rate for the properties you're calling. So what do you say to these people when you call? or how much do you offer on the house? And really the idea is to work backwards. You have to understand what the house is worth in that particular neighborhood. So what you're looking for is that market value. So that's called ARV, after repair value. And you get that ARV by looking at similar houses in the neighborhood that are fully done up. They have all the new kitchen, new appliances, new everything. And this is gonna give you a gauge of what the market value is for that property. So working backwards from the ARV, you have to estimate renovation costs. So there are some tools out there to help you do this, but the idea is that you have to come up with an estimate for what the renovations are needed to bring it to that fully finished status and get that market value. Additionally, you can also call one of your contractor friends to review your estimate for you to make sure that you're in the ballpark. Then you add a little bit of cushion in the end. Another component of that is how much profit your investors would be making. So that number could be about 15 to 20% of margin off the sale price of the property. So if you have a million dollar property, you're looking at somewhere between 150 to $200,000 in profit for the investors. So now that you have a million dollars minus the renovation cost, let's say of $100,000, and then you have the profit that they wanna make of another $150,000. So the investor would wanna buy that property for about $750,000. But keep in mind, you have to make money on that property too. So this part is called deal brokering or deal selling. And it is a very different skill on its own, but you have to be very acquainted and very comfortable with it because this is essential if you have no money to invest. So you have to work in your fee and you have to negotiate with the seller a price lower than that. So if you're thinking of making five or $10,000, you have to convince the seller to sell the property to you for 740 or maybe even $730,000. And if you're very good at this, you may even convince the seller to sell the property to you at $700,000. And that $50,000 difference will get in your pocket. So now you are probably thinking, oh, now I have to commit to a sale. I have to sign a sales contract with that seller and then I'm on the hook for it. But you don't have to worry about that because there's something called reassignment. So basically you sign that purchase and sales agreement and in there in the buyer's line, you would say your name and or assign. And this would allow you to reassign the contract to an investor or another entity. And based on the purchase and sales agreement, you would have a certain amount of time for you to do your due diligence and find another investors to reassign and sell the contract to. And now you're gonna ask me, what happens if I don't find an investors to buy my contract? Are you on the hook? 
So in that purchase and sales agreement, there's a clause that says that, hey, if I don't want the deal anymore after a certain period of time, I can back out of the deal and get all my money back. In a nutshell, you basically get the house under contract, and then you turn around and find an investor to buy the deal off your hands. Once that deal is done, the investor buys the house, you get your assignment fee, the seller sold the house, and the deal is done. So how much can you make on each of these deals? Well, it really depends on the sale price for that particular house. So if you, uh, it could be somewhere around 5%, maybe sometimes 3% of the value that you're selling the investor to. So the more expensive the property, the more finder's fee you're gonna make. On a $100,000 property, you may, might make three or $5,000. On a million dollar property, then you'd be making 30 to $50,000. So there are no houses out there that are not worth your time in finding an opportunity. From $3,000 finder fee to $50,000 finder's fee, that sounds great, but who are you gonna sell these deals to? And that's gonna be your investors. How do you find these investors that are gonna buy these properties off of you? And I assure you, there are as many real estate investors looking for deals as there are wholesalers looking for investors to sell deals to. So these people are normally pretty easy to find. I mean, you would find them in meetups. This is a great way to do that. You go to a real estate meetup and you shake hands with people that are currently real estate investors, they are doing deals right now, and then they're always looking for opportunities. Every real estate investor that I know is always looking for a deal. So am I. There are also websites that are dedicated to real estate and real estate investing. I mean, the well-known one is Bigger Pockets. You also have Connected Investors. You also have hundreds of Facebook groups that are dedicated to uh, real estate investing, as well as LinkedIn where you can find deals and, and groups, where you can post your deals, where you can connect with investors and introduce yourself and then build your network that way. So if you're really stuck, you may even call your local realtor and figure out if they know of any investors who wanna buy a, an opportunity, a deal like that. And this would be advantageous to the realtor because once that property is fully renovated, then he may be able to put that back on the market. Networking with real estate investors is a critical part in how you grow your business. You wanna make sure that you really facilitate and enable these connections because this is gonna be very important as you grow your business, as you find more deals, these real estate investors are gonna be critical for you in the future. And wholesaling is basically just the first step. Once you get started doing these deals, where do you go next? And where you go next is joint venture. You're gonna negotiate with one or more investors to fund the deal, and then you're gonna be leading the renovations, leading from acquisition through renovation to the sale of that property. And these investors are gonna put their money up front for a share of the profit. And remember, this is still none of your own money invested. But now that you have a track record of finding deals and connecting deals with investors, these investors are gonna know you, they're gonna trust you a little bit more, and they're gonna be willing to help you with these joint ventures. The joint venture is the goal, but wholesaling is really the step that's gonna get you started, get that ball rolling. Starting with wholesaling, you're gonna figure out how to find deals, find investors, and how to connect the two together. And this is really all there is to it. If you can find the deals, find the investors, and connect the two together, you can do deals for no money for the rest of your life. So don't be upset at your dad for not teaching you this, because not many people know about it. So make sure you like and subscribe so that you don't miss anything else. Thank you and goodbye.